everybody. This is Ysed Cosette, the producer and host of Ysed's Way, your favorite podcast that uplifts amazing people around the world. And this week we have a very special guest, the Kalia Bryant, a mom, plant-based foodie, licensed marriage and family therapist, but most importantly, the founder of More Life Wellness, LLC, where she provides personalized therapeutic services, mentoring, health workshops, and more. I love how she advocates to normalize therapy, especially for Black people, and shows holistic and sustainable ways to live. It's been an honor to watch her grow and expand from South Georgia to now Florida. And I can't can't, we're like so high look (laughs) and I can't wait to hear more about her story and what she's been up to thanks for joining me today Kalia can you tell people just a little bit more about yourself what's been going on hello I'm just glad to be up in here you hear me like it's been a long time coming we should have been had this conversation years ago but I'm just grateful I'm so grateful to be here uh, and be in your presence and, and be able to share, finally share, because it's been a while since I've actually said much. Um, I've just been close to myself, working on what I got going on with my family. And, and I'm just glad to finally open up and, and share more about what I have going on. And so, yes. I got a lot going on. So where, where you want to start? Well, let's, where talk you wanna start? About, let's talk about where we are right now. We're in the pandemic. We're thinking about, like you said, you're finally able to kind of speak on what you've been going through. And I think that's like one of the things when you deal with trauma, like it's kind of hard to really talk about it when you're in it, but even though we're kind of still in it, but we've been able to reflect over the years. We're going to our third year of the pandemic. We're able to do more and you've been able to transition and expand so much, right? Um, thinking right. about how we've been able to reevaluate our lives, our passions, our being able to practice presence more. How have the steps that you've taken towards your mental health influenced your business and being able to create a space and platform for more life wellness? I just feel like I personally can't serve someone else unless I have worked on myself unless I have gone within and address some of the things that have been inhibiting me um, that have made me close up some things that are coming up from my past that I just kept shutting the door on and I just feel like how can I go on to help others if I haven't worked on that And that's basically what I've been up to. I think the pandemic really like took the bandaid off or unveiled a lot of what is going on for our individual lives as well as collectively. I had just had a baby, just bought a house. My job was going well at the time. And then boom, the pandemic said, no. The pandemic said, cut all that out. Um, and I lost, I felt like I lost everything. I had to have my baby alone. I'm, thank God I had my partner with me. But just, it was so scary. Like the hospitals looked apocalyptic. Um, and I had lost my job. And of course, with just having a baby, I really, I fell into a deep postpartum depression for about a year. 
Um, and it was the hardest thing, one of the hardest things I've ever experienced. And I had to take time to myself to really figure out what was going on with me. I had to reach out for help. And then on top of the postpartum, you have those past traumas that come up for you in your life. And you like, and it just stacks on top of everything that you have going on. So I went through a lot of therapy. Yes, I myself had to reach out to a therapist. And if your therapist ain't in therapy or have never experienced a therapy experience, then you need a new therapist. <laughs> um, but I, I had to go to therapy and I learned a lot about myself and I uncovered a lot of stuff that I thought was just normal. I had to uh, face old skeletons. Yeah, I had to go back and reconcile with my mom and heal that mother-daughter wound that was just, it was just so raw. And I just, I was like, not ready for any of this all at once in the pandemic. And on top of that, I had to figure out how to live. I had to figure out how to survive. And closer towards the end of 2020, you know, money's getting tight. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? You are a therapist. You're training to become a therapist. Are you going to, what you about to do with that? So I, that's when I made that leap to start my private practice. And it was literally the moment where things just started blossoming, like all the the seeds that I had sowed through my healing, through all the things that I was working on and praying about, it just fruition into this beautiful blessing where I was booked, 30 clients off rip, like everything, the bag was coming in. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> um, I was just so proud. I was so proud about just being able to give back finally and get back to what I love so much, which is helping others and, and helping change people's lives. And I was, yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Look, that's a beautiful thing to be ready for the things that you pray for and you're working for. Because sometimes I think when you think about the fear, when you think about kind of sitting through or dealing with those skeletons and like those raw emotions, because I too had like with my project, like dealing with mother daughter relationships and having to realize like not only do I am I trying to heal wounds I'm like uncovering things that my mom was trying to like not deal with and realizing how much I was it was so hard because it's just like ah you know but Mm -hmm. we have to do that because once we deal with those dark moments we can be able we're able to embrace our lights more we're able to make space for others more and like like you said, when you decided to create your own private practice, you know, you were able to help those who have been looking up to you, who need space, because sometimes even I looked, I was like, girl, am I able to kind of, <laughs> because I swear, like I was, I got back into therapy um, during the pandemic as well, because like, you know, I've always been in and out of therapy, but it's terrible. Like I typically would like run away from my therapist when I'm going through it. And then like when I'm on, oh, Lord. I'm like, <laughs> So now I'm ready to talk about my shit. And it's just like no. bad, you know, obviously. Um, so I can imagine being, you know, forced to sit still in your home, you know, with your baby, not working. And then you're like, how, like I got to make space for myself. 
and then mm-hmm. be able to for others. So I can imagine, but we thank God that you were able to, and we thank God that, you know, your business is expanding and growing so much because look at you now, even the merch and everything. Look, I got the merch. Look. Come holler at me. I got the merch. Got everything line. What's up? <laughs> yes, it is on the way. I'm so Packed by the touchdown. Yes. <laughs> but just thinking about how you had to go within how you had to be able to reach out for help, how you had to use the tools that helped you to be able to help others. How are you balancing, you know, your life now as a new mom, as a fiance? Like what steps Ooh. do you have yourself, you know, to keep Being open to change, being open for the opportunity to change because everything is constantly changing. And I'm a Taurus. <laughs> and I don't know if you know anything about it, but we don't like change. I know I personally, just outside of astrology, I don't like change. Um, I will sit in the same spot. If it's comfortable, don't move me. Don't bother me. Um, and for me, change disrupts a lot of things. And it's hard, just like for, for many people, it's hard to... Um, deal with change and I also had to give myself the grace and the space to grow in this change Um, that part that part the grace yes that has been that was like a key theme for me in 2021 yes because I'm so hard I I can imagine like how you are but like so hard on myself you know so the grace to be like Mm -hmm. You don't talk to anybody else like that. Why are you doing? T- like it's okay, Issa. Like come on now. Right, and you can imagine being a therapist. Uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to talk nice to myself, and I all that go out the window when you're going through it. It really does. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> um, so I'm con- I've constantly had to uh, bring myself back and say, look, you're okay. Like, you don't have to constantly be in this state of hypervigilance. You don't have to be in this state of survival mode. Reach out to your support system. Give yourself patience to learn how to be in these, in these moments. This is all new to you. Why are you tripping? <laughs> so I'm, I'm constantly having to repeat these things in my mind. Um, in order to keep that balance, as a, especially as a mom, all the I don't know nothing about no kids, <laughs> but you kind of you're you're thrown into it. Both of y'all don't know each other like that. You and the baby just kind of looking at each other throughout the day, like what we what we gonna do about this, you know? And you just you learn as you go, and either you beat yourself up up about it. Or you just give yourself that grace because <clears throat> a lot of times I have to remind myself as well, your child, your child is watching you solve problems. You are teaching your child how to go about life. So are you going about life in a stressful state all the time, talking bad to yourself, beating yourself up, throwing tantrums because changes are are happening not welcoming change what are you teaching your child so and then 
on the fiance relationship tip, that's a constant change. That's a constant growth because you and your partner are still learning each other. You're still figuring each other out. Um, and you're, you're both challenging each other to grow and to love more and to connect on a deeper level. Yeah, so for me, the balance is being able to deal with change in a healthy manner that doesn't knock you off your course. Yes, I love it. I live for that. I live for being able to check in to realize change. And that's like another hard truth <laughs> um, that I had to deal with too. And I know like thinking about a personal level as well, but also mine was like my rejection of like technology, right? I used to think like, oh, I don't have to know about that. I don't need to know. And then like when I got back to teaching and I realized like my classrooms and I'm like, why don't they have these basic things? And then like the more I kept getting advanced and I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have been staying up with this stuff. Like I'm kind of out of touch. I feel like the older people, but just realizing like, no change is good. It's part of it. Like the fact of us trying to stay the same or react. Right. Did when we were 13 years old isn't healthy when we're 30 now or like you know like getting older um thinking about that grace that you give give yourself you know while you're balancing out your life you know thinking about how you're making healthy decisions to take care of yourself which are being reflected in your child and your partner and your community around mm -hmm. you, you know what was the greatest outcome um that you've experienced since transitioning to a plant-based and a holistic lifestyle I think the greatest outcome of transitioning into this lifestyle has been to get back to yourself, get back to your being. And by that, I mean, get back to the basics, not the, the fake, the altered, the stuff that you see on the internet, uh, the stuff that you buy out of a box in stores, um, <clears throat> getting back to your raw self and that can look like food that can look like going back into your past and looking at things that happened to you um, in the in your in your past I feel like I feel like this I feel like this lifestyle really brought intention back into my life because in the past I would tend to just do stuff buy stuff without thinking about why I was doing any of it without thinking about why I was eating it without thinking about why I was purchasing this and am, am I purchasing this for a reason am I eating this because I'm upset or am I, why am I doing these things? Why am I engaging in this activity? I think the greatest, the greatest outcome of it is to continue being intentional, continue checking in with yourself and asking yourself, why? are you doing this? Why are you thinking like this? Why are you indulging in these things? So that you're just not going on a whim or, or just going off of raw emotion. Um, 
or just being reactive to every little stimuli that comes your way. I think that for me has been the the biggest thing beyond the food, beyond the um, beyond the cloth bags and recycling. For me, it's it's slowed me it slowed me down, and it made me become more aware of what I was doing and why I was doing these things. Yeah, I think it's important that, um, you know, we are intentional. We have the time to slow down because we live such like a fast paced life and the way how things are constantly changing, evolving, it's hard to be able to realize like, what are we doing that is really true to ourselves, or what is an impulse? I'm just thinking about, yeah, being more intentional about the things, how we spend our money, how we spend our time, how we take care of our bodies, you know, cause that's very important. But just thinking about the self and how much, um, you know, we've been able to pay attention to our needs, our desires. I know you have a quote to share with us today that keeps you going. I do. I don't know if this is a poem or more so a quote, um, and I love when you ask, how are you on your way? When I first heard that question, I didn't quite know how to answer it. And it was probably because I don't know, I didn't know how the hell I was even going at the time, uh, when I was thinking about it. Um, but I feel that I am on my way with faith being faithful or full of faith um and i know our buzz our other buzzword for this conversation has been grace as well uh which is crazy because it's my it's my middle name and it's a constant reminder of what i need to be tuned into at all times whenever especially when i'm going through something difficult um so with those two combined i have a short quote here by charles spurgeon um, and, it, and it reads, grow in the root of all grace, which is faith. Believe God's promises more firmly than ever. Allow your faith to increase in its fullness, firmness, and simplicity. I needed that today. Thank you for that. Just being able to- You're welcome. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> being able to grow, being able to be rooted, being able to give ourselves grace, being able to trust God's word and his promise over our mm -hmm. life in spite of everything that happens around and to have faith, you know, when you really can't see the future or it's like too much. To right. Present, but just know that, you know, we're going to make it through that. Like there's nothing that we haven't made it through. There's nothing. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know why we be tripping. Like we have gone, we have made it through every single hard day of our lives. And I know in the midst of it, it feels the worst and it feels like you, you can't get through it. But that's why you have to stay rooted, stay grounded um, in God's grace, in your faith and, and push through and, and make it out just like you made it out of all the other things in your life. Amen to that. Of course, I know you already answered it, but I still have to ask to close this out. But how are you on your way, Kalia? How am I on my way? Full of faith. Full of faith. I, there's no other way. 
it has been shown to me that without faith, there is no hope, there is no belief, there is no reason. So I'm on my way. Full of faith. Yes, I love it. I'm here for it. I can't wait to see more of it because this is only the beginning of more life, wellness, full of life. Look, full of great great things like what? The South ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so glad to, to see you, speak with you. And, and and share share the good word no i'm grateful and thankful for you for sharing your story for making space for others but most important taking care of yourself because that's the most important mm-hmm. part right because if you didn't take care of yourself and make space for yourself you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing so may god continue to bless you and protect you and provide all that you need and more to all of received our look take it all in To all our wonderful listeners, wherever you are, may you be full of faith, may you give yourself grace, and may you remember that you have been chosen to do what you've been called to do. So walk in your light boldly. Until next time, this is Issa Cosette. Y'all be blessed.